It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. One for three. One for three or yeah, one and that's two? That's what I meant. One for three. Oh, one for three. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> USC, baby. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 716 of Locked On Raptors for Monday, May the 18th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com and uh, Basketball, a new podcast you can go check out on the Stringer Labs Podcast Network. Uh, please also make sure you are subscribed to the Locked On Podcast Network, which for the entire month of May is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bars are delicious. Toffee Almond remains the, the, the object of my affection. Please go check them out at BuiltBar.com. And thanks to them for sponsoring the network all month long. Uh, also, across the network, we're continuing on with What Ifs Week. So please make sure you're checking out all the shows across the network. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We did a lot of What Ifs last week, of course. And we continue on with What Ifs, I guess it's two weeks, really. What Ifs Fortnite that we're doing here on the Lockdown Podcast Network with part two of our conversation from Friday about the uh, different names that were on tap for the Toronto Raptors of the Toronto NBA team in the early 90s that were voted on by the public. Raptors won, nine names lost out. And uh, joining me to conclude our conversation about those names that did lose out and what would have happened had the Raptors adopted those names instead is my uh, basketball co-host and uh, our favorite here. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, what's up? I'm just really excited not to talk about hogs again. Uh, me too. Glad we left that one in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. So in the interest of symmetry, we talked about five names last time out. Uh, there are only four names left on this list because Raptors is, of course, one of the finalist ten names. But there was one name we mentioned last week that we kind of glossed over that was not part of the final vote but was pretty good and to me is one of the better ones that was uh, suggested at, suggested, uh, at the time. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good stuff. My brain is working just fine. Um, it's the towers so let's start with towers katie toronto towers obviously the implication that cn tower other tall buildings things like that it's a big metropolis it makes some sense uh i like the alliteration of it what do you think of the name towers as a sports team name 
I like it if you know that it's specific to the CN Tower, but right. I do think it would be pretty lost uh, in translation. I like the alliteration. It sounds good. But I think, like, also when you think of, like, a lot of other major cities have, like, landmark-style towers. <laughs> right. So I don't know. I know why we picked it. <laughs> But I'm glad they didn't go with this option. Also, to me, like, a building... Like, what is the mascot? It's just a CN Tower. It's the CN Tower. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some potential humor in that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like an anthropomorphic building. But yeah. <laughs> I think I'm with you in that it's not very, uh, like, location-specific, just the name Towers. I'm sure the logo would involve the CN Tower somehow. Uh, maybe in a way similar to like the Washington Wizards where they have the Washington Monument in there somehow. But um, yeah, I, I think the name is a little bit nondescript. At the same time, I think there's a lot of potential for like big man nicknames. True. And also, you know, maybe not so much now. Maybe the name would have been out of vogue in the 2010s. But in the 90s and, and, and aughts, the Toronto Towers, you could apply that to like two big men playing next to each other. That sounds pretty dope to me. Like... You would have had Antonio Davis and Charles Oakley known as the OG Toronto Towers. And then as time went on, it would be like Chris Bosch and Jermaine O'Neal, I guess, or Rasha Nesterovich probably, um, or maybe Andrea Bargnani. You'd have Bargnani and Bosch be the two Toronto Towers. And then, you know, you go into Amir Johnson and Jonas Valanciunas as the Towers, and then it kind of goes out of, out of vogue, although they did win the title playing Serge Ibaka and Marc Gasol, the ultimate version of the Toronto Towers. But, yeah, I, I think... Uh, the, the the value of the nickname aspects and the alliteration and stuff is kind of uh, outdone by the fact that it's not a very descript name. Uh, and I don't know, is Towers intimidating? It kind of is in terms of like, if you're using Towers as like a verb, like it towers over something, but it doesn't really work as an object. If you're like an architect, you're like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is my this is my <laughs> team. So maybe you'd like tap into a real specific market there, um, mm -hmm. but no, I think like I also think um, I though I do think like I was thinking more about the logo potential and like a CN Tower, an anthropomorphic CN Tower, like dunking into the Sky Dome is pretty cool. <laughs> um, but it's not a re it's not enough to like build a team around. Also, mm -hmm. like color colorway. You're looking at because this was also before the CN Tower was lit up by LED lights. So mm -hmm. you're kind of looking. You're looking at grays, probably blue, and then probably I think like just, a gray and blue. Yeah, and like maybe a red because there would be like a, 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 like a maple leaf somewhere. You know, right, right. So yeah, kind of flat. I, I yeah, I, it would not certainly pop the way purple and red did at all. I think they might just, like, maybe go with the city colors, like, like blue and white, to match the Maple Leafs, the Argos, and the Blue Jays, and that's boring to me. Um, so I'm glad they didn't go that way. But that does feel, with maybe, like, some red for, like, Canadian in there, which nobody wants. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, th the more I talk about it, the less in, uh, less in I am, although it is, I think, of all the other contenders, the best one. Would you agree with that? Hmm. I can't even remember them all off the top of my head, but well, yeah, actually, it's like, unfortunately, was the second strongest, I think. Yeah, uh, of course, last week, uh, to refresh, if you've not listened to Friday's episode, we talked about the beavers, the bobcats, the dragons, the grizzlies, and of course, the hogs. <laughs> uh, and we have uh, a few more coming up on today's episode that we will not spoil in case you forgot them, because uh, surprise is nice. Um, in terms of 
the success of the team. I do think the Raptors or the Towers go on to some modicum of success. I think they probably have maybe a more sort of consistent run of making the playoffs during the aughts as they lean into the two big man setup and they really sort of pride themselves on always having good big men to resemble the Toronto Towers name. But I think they probably fizzle out at like a second round team at best, like just like a bunch of years in a row. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Again, I think like it's too much like it's not like a lot of passion involved (laughs) in like drawing talent to a team sort of with this name. It's like it's I think it'll always be it's like solid, you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't work against you. Yeah, it doesn't work against you. You're not going to end up in like the bottom like five consistently. You know, you'll always be, I think, like a top five sort of contender. You'll make Mm -hmm. the playoffs, but. There will always be a flashier, sort of more like passionate team, potentially. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea of uh, like thinking ahead to like the, the 2010s, LeBronto hits even harder if it's like the entire city of yes. Toronto and it's skyline <laughs> that he's destroying uh, over and over again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that all checks out. Uh, we'll continue on in just a second with the next name on the list. But first, I want to tell people about Built Bar, which are the best tasting protein bars you're ever going to have. They are a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. 16 amazing flavors with a bunch more on the way. They've got chocolate and nut flavors as well as chocolate nut free flavors. On the chocolate nut side of things, you've got uh, toffee almond. You've got peanut butter, which is really, really good. On the nut free side of things, you've got mint brownie. You've got raspberry cream, orange cream, and uh, a bunch of cool flavors on the way in the very near future as well. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and they're soft and easy to chew. You don't have to stick them in the microwave to soften them up just to get them down your gullet. They're just like a nice treat that you can have, and they don't uh, just sit in your mouth and decay your teeth or anything like that either. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. The peanut butter brownie flavor, for example, has 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, and 3 grams of net carbs. The mint brownie has 15 grams of protein just 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 5 grams of net carbs, and all of the flavors are natural as well. And Built Bar has 7 times less sugar than a Cliff Bar. That is absurd. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you're going to get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 10 bucks off at BuiltBar.com and they do deliver to Canada. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, Katie, the next name on the list is the Scorpions, the Toronto Scorpions, (laughs) which is a name that seems like it should be more popular because it's a pretty basic scary animal but i can't think of a single team that is called the scorpions it's very uh 
like create a team in NHL 2004 ass name. Do you have thoughts on the Scorpions as uh, a potential stand-in for the Raptors? I mean, it's kind of tough, like a tough-sounding name. And I think, but I also think of the like extremely over-the-top, like kind of like leather, leather metal German rock band, the Scorpions. <laughs> um, when I think of this name, so picturing that is very funny. Because for anyone who doesn't know them, they like love to perform in like leather gear, um, mm-hmm. not just jackets. So picturing that as being an aesthetic somehow, though I think this was probably a decade later than that would have really happened if this happened in like the 80s, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be pretty tough. You're looking at like probably a monochromatic, maybe a monochromatic color scheme mm-hmm. with a little bit of red. Um, cause you can't really go Southwest because it doesn't make no. sense in Toronto. So you can't go like a Southwest style. It's like, again, not really of a place. I think there are scorpions maybe <laughs> in Ontario. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Let's see. Maybe like small ones. Um, maybe like. Let's see. I know my my brother, who is a uh, herpetologist mm. and a uh, a guy who collects bugs. He one time came home from like a rare animal show mm-hmm. and had a scorpion, like a very poisonous one. He came downstairs, looked at me and my, my fiance, and said, uh, "Hey, uh, I bought this scorpion. Don't tell mom. It's very poisonous." <laughs> and uh, as the person who slept in the bedroom next to him. I was not feeling it, but I was not going to snitch on him because I'm a good brother. Um, but that's the only scorpion I've seen in Ontario. Oh, you know what we do have? They're like, um, they're called pseudo scorpions. They're like, they're like a little crab mm-hmm. bug that's almost the size of a tick. They're not, they don't suck your blood, but they have these weird little, um, like scorpion hands. So we have Pincers? that. Yeah, we have that. <laughs> scorpion scorpion hands that's a good band name (laughs) anyway no i don't know like you would what would you be playing in the arena they'd be pumping in like even though this doesn't make sense because it's a rattlesnake i feel like there'd be like a rattling kind of sound oh yeah yeah um i bet the mascot would be called like stinger (laughs) you know the sound when uh like knives are being sharpened and it's like that's kind of like pincer sounds yeah that would be it yeah um I think, uh, yeah, like their hashtag would be like catch the sting or something like that, (laughs) which just sounds heinous. I also think the color scheme, we might be looking at some like Ed Hardy ass jerseys with scorpions. Like it's very bro-y to me. And we could be looking at like some like electric greens and monster energy being the uh, like the jersey sponsor. I I don't care for that aesthetic at all. Um, the logo, I think there's some interesting things you could do because the scorpion, the way the S kind of swoops over, you could have like a stinger coming off of the top of the S maybe in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, th- there's some things you can do artistically there, but no, it doesn't do it for me at all. I don't want to be listening to uh, Rocky like a hurricane instead I of Money do. City Maniacs as I- the hundred percent do instead but of money just, city maniacs yeah i hate money city maniacs dude what? i think we've talked about this i hate that 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 is a song that like not just the raptors have leaned into but like a lot of other sports teams have sorry to say katie but that song whips ass no it's not good <laughs> um agree to disagree 
Uh, fine. Um, do the Toronto Scorpions have any sort of success in the NBA? Mm, no, I think, I mean, I think they do, but I think this is a team that a lot of guys will betray you and leave. <laughs> mm, yeah. Much like a Scorpions think... stinger when you're not <laughs> paying ca- attention. I kind of think you're just asking for relocation to like New Mexico yeah, or something that like too. that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a name designed for the next city it's going to be in, like kind of the inverse of the Grizzlies. Which uh, bums me out. Yeah, I don't think this team gets off the ground. I think like Damon Stoudemire asked for a trade sooner. I think Vince Carter uh, dogs it sooner. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't do a formula. The mascot at all. could still hatch out of an egg. Definitely could do. <laughs> could it? Don't they? <laughs> I okay. This is maybe the people who are smart. My brother is probably. Or is it a larvae? Like, what are you talking about? Is it a larvae? Uh, how are scorpions born? Scorpion egg. <laughs> it might be eggs. It might just be live young, no? Oh yeah, unlike insects which lay eggs, scorpions give live give live birth. They're like spiders. Interesting. Ugh, this Gross. looks horrifying. There's like disgusting. A, yeah, I look too. Are you looking at the image well, of the little white I'm not, I closed colorless it. scorpions I'm out. on the back? I'm out. Well, now I think we know who the little ballas are, or like the oh, small, no. uh, the small little scorpions, or like these baby white scorpions who are doing. They ride in the on the pincers. back of the other scorpion. Oh my mascot. god! Okay, maybe the scorpions is a good team name. <laughs> oh, and I do think there would be jokes about um, the Raptors and their playoff losses if they were to if they were the scorpions and they were to make the playoffs. I feel like they would flame out horribly and then people would say this team has no spine this team has no exoskeleton like what is wrong with this team that's yeah. how it would go yeah, yeah. uh Set let's carry on up for that one let's carry on to the next one uh the closest i guess in relation to the actual toronto raptors name the toronto t-rex boy <laughs> i hate this katie <laughs> it's very funny though because like i don't know you're like okay Obviously, dinosaurs don't play basketball, but picturing at least the first, um, like the old school raptor with its mm. like uh, toe claws poking out of the sneaker and like it's holding the ball, but then like picturing a T-Rex with its tiny arms. So <laughs> you're setting yourself up for a failure. It's like not a bad name, but you're like the visually it doesn't work. And I think like you're really setting yourself up to get to get like extremely riffed on badly to be like, no wonder they couldn't close. No wonder that nobody on that team can dunk like no wonder like all of that. Like no wonder there's no wingspan because you've got these stubby, stubby little arms. I can imagine the uh, the T-Rex mascot is the same guy in a very similar outfit, but there are no arm slots. It's just two <laughs> small little like uh, nubbins that come out that are just part of the shirt, basically. And then the arms are just like in a straight jacket inside the costume. And that leads to lots of fun when, you know, he's going downstairs on a skateboard and things like that, but uh, probably ends horribly. And there is no dunking at all to be you can't dunk if you have T-Rex arms. It's just not physically possible. You're going to smack your head off of the rim when you try to do that um the color scheme do you think they probably just go similar purple and red mm, i think they would some for some reason like green always seems to win out right with t-rexes even though i don't know that they actually were green <laughs> they were like brown um like most dinosaurs because the raptor also wasn't purple and red um <laughs> 
Yeah, I see what you're saying on the colors. I, the green, it does feel like a lot of, like, the dragons was also very green. I feel like beavers, you could work in some forest green as well. Um, I'm glad that it didn't work in green. I like green in a jersey, but not in the team that I like, because I feel like that would get old. I kind of like it on a team that's coming into town. Um, so glad that didn't end up happening. In terms of success for the team, Katie, you know, one version of the dinosaur team won the NBA title. Does another version of the of the dinosaur team win an NBA title? Why couldn't they just... They could have called them, like, the terror lizards. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um I wish they no, had now. I don't, yeah, I wish they did too. But no, I think like this is a, another team where, you know, people could make the joke that the team became a bunch of geckos or like, you know, it, it, it didn't it didn't hold up to like pressure or scrutiny. Because um, mm-hmm. at least with the Raptors, yes, it's a dinosaur, but it's not like supposed to be the most fearsome, like, you know, arguably like king of the dinosaurs that then mm-hmm. chokes. So, no, I, I I don't know. I don't think this one is like, even though yeah. it, even though it, it's very, I can't say why, like exactly why. I just this is just my feeling, my intense feeling apparently. But like, even though it runs really parallel to the Raptors now, I just think it would be a completely different experience. They're very different, right? Like Raptors are pack hunters. They're quick. They move uh, like strategically. It makes sense for a basketball team. Whereas it's like the animal version of Jazz as a basketball team name. Whereas T Rex is like a solo <laughs> hunter that's cumbersome and slow and, you know, maybe makes sense for like a tall tennis player if you were gonna like nickname a tennis player, but doesn't really make sense, I don't think, for a basketball team. They don't hunt in packs, at least that's not what we're told. So um, yeah, I think it goes a little bit less successfully. I don't think they relocate or anything like that, but I do think it is much more fodder for like Barney jokes and stuff like that. Like I think they're uh, they're yes. a horribly made fun of team by the time we get to 2020 being called the T-Rex. And they may even, if they go through a similar spell where they're bad, and I think this was a consideration just before the Raptors got good and they couldn't really change in the middle of, a, of an upward trajectory, like they were pretty close there, I think, to just becoming the Toronto Huskies again. And I think mm-hmm. T-Rex might have actually been changed over to Huskies at some point because it is a weak-ass name. Yeah, it's just gonna say it's like it's a cumbersome team to me. It's cumbersome because of like the name and the imagery, um, and like I just can't see like really getting behind a team called this in the same way, like either psychically, mm-hmm. you know, um, or even just like wa- like really wanting to associate myself. <laughs> yeah, it's also like T Rex is very uh, like not pluralizing. I'm not a huge fan. So they're just one T-Rex. They're, it's a very like isolation-heavy style of team, it sounds like. And I, I just, yeah, it doesn't work at all. I, I, bad name. Glad they didn't go with that. Raptors are cooler. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. 
Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Um, the next name on the list, we've already spoken about one arachnid here, Katie. The Toronto Tarantulas. <laughs> what do you think of the Toronto Tarantulas? <laughs> This obviously scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, and I didn't vote for it because it was too scary. Um, Honestly, though, now, in terms of, like, alliteration, it sounds pretty good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really make sense for a basketball team because you're like, oh, kill this bug, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's... The jersey... No, the jerseys, to me, would be, like, what? Probably, like, black and orange? Definitely, I think, is an orange for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. like Halloween colors. Yeah, you're right. Halloween. It's a a Halloween-ass team. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be fun around Halloween. Yeah. Like how good in the first month of the season. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, that my spooky team's back. Uh, But then you're like, oh, it's May, and I'm stuck with this, like, Halloween team or like yeah. in the Christmas but that might be fun like in the Christmas day game to have the one like outlier team that's like hell bent on Halloween mm-hmm. I suppose you could do <laughs> some sort of like tropical coloration because they are found in the Amazon so you could go with like a forest green and then mix in some like bright accents like a like a like poison dart frog orange or uh, or <laughs> like electric green or purple something along those lines but um, it does seem more likely they would opt for the spooky Halloween colors. I My biggest concern with tarantulas is the mascot. Because, first of all, there's, I have a couple concerns. One, it seems like a scarier name than it actually is. Tarantulas, if you're not aware, are like very scary if you're a, uh, a bird or a small insect. But their venom mm. is not all that dangerous to human beings. And so... I think you kind of, like, it's tough up front, but a little bit soft on the inside and ultimately not much of a threat. And I think that could, you know, seep into the energy of the team. Whereas, like, Raptors is like, oh, shit, this thing's going to eat my face off. Clever girl, all that stuff. It's, like, outwardly terrifying. Also, with a mascot, you get the idea of, like, I mean, I guess this could be fun, maybe, where it's, like, the the raptor, the, the, the guy who's in the raptor costume walking doing like a crab walk at all times and it's like a flat mascot they can kind of break ground being a, a like a, a close to ground eight-legged mascot does that make sense sure yeah <laughs> that's a really scary to picture though <laughs> it doesn't have any arms to like carry the the big flags or anything like that it's not dunking at all it's just kind of stalking around the stands looking for children <laughs> It would constantly be, like, getting stuck on things, too, right? Like, its mm-hmm. legs would just be getting, like, jammed up in, like, doorways or, like, caught on chairs or, like, ripping people's, like, hats from their heads, which would be kind of funny. I just got the image of, like, a net that hangs from the bottom of, like, the rafters that's just, like, just below the, the Jumbotron, maybe. And then the, one of the gags of the of the mascot is that he goes out and, like, crawls on the net and, like, spins, like, a like a web mesh around like a victim or something like that. Like, Oh my God, every day it's the mascot of the other team that he's like wrapping up and sucking the juices out of. Ugh, no, I'm good. 
<laughs> like poor uh poor Hooper just getting like ensnared in the web of the tarantula and uh it's getting real dark and graphic. And yeah, I'm sorry I put that image into everybody's mind. Uh, <laughs> are the Toronto Tarantulas successful as a basketball enterprise? Yeah, I could see them actually being successful. Um mm-hmm. I could see yeah, I could. Like ha- all Halloween jokes aside, um something about like I don't know. It would be, I think, a team with like pretty decent chemistry. They work together, you know, combining all their many legs into one <laughs> creature. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd have a lot of reach. I feel like they'd be. They have a lot of traps. Obviously, I'm just taking things I associate with spiders, <laughs> uh, applying them to a basketball team. Uh, but out of like some of the other like clear failure options, I feel like it's it, this one's not so bad. Honestly, thinking back to the champion Raptors of last season, the way in which they played defense, where they would trap a lot, they did have a lot of length and were just kind of in your business all the time. That is very tarantula energy. And so mm-hmm. I, I could see them sort of defining themselves as like the defensive team by which all other defenses are measured. And that would be cool. Their offense might struggle, I think, a little bit. But um, yeah, I, I, there's a little bit of potential there. Do they win a title? I'm not so sure, but like they are certainly known. They're kind of, I would imagine, like the the inverse of the seven seconds or less Suns, where they're known for changing the game offensively. Maybe the Tarantulas are like the defining defensive team of a generation that changed the way the NBA operates for the next decade to come. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I, defense. Yeah. I know everyone's like defense wins championships. It does, but you also need mm-hmm. to play offense. So I think that yeah. this team would. Um, yeah, it'd be like a defensive nightmare, but I don't, I don't know. They would, they would be okay, but I don't know if they would Scrapping and clawing win. to win game 71-69, basically. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, not bad. I think Tarantula's probably right behind, uh, what was the one we said was okay? Towers. Right behind Towers. As, Towers, uh, yeah. Out, reject names that were pretty all right. Uh, and then lastly, we come to maybe my least favorite because it has such college energy and it's just a very weak sounding team name. The Toronto Terriers. <laughs> no, thank you. What say you, Katie Heindel, to the Toronto Terriers? This to me is almost like a, some like World War II style team like in in World War Two, I mean, like like the name of a battalion. <laughs> yeah, or like a like a like a platoon of guys like get together. They're like, oh, we got some downtime. We're gonna play a game of pickup, or like, I mean, they wouldn't be playing basketball. They'd probably be playing. I don't even know. It's like a very to me. It's like too reminiscent of like our recent. I don't know being more involved in a monarchy (laughs) it's like (laughs) i don't i don't like it for those reasons it's like very antiquated to me um like aside from just like the connotations of like a small yapping dog uh Mm -hmm. i guess like terriers are like pretty good at depending on what type of dog it is at being like i don't know hunting out like vermin and (laughs) like tracking and finding things but no, this is too much of like I just think of like a, a jersey almost made entirely out of like doilies or like tea cozies. Like that's where my <laughs> head goes. That's where my head goes with this. 
a jersey that needs a, like a haircut every like week or something like that. It, yeah. or, like it has like growing te- just it's like kind chia, of embarrassing. chia jerseys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is horrifying to think of. Um the yeah, like there are, I guess there are some sort of like decent looking terrier dogs, but none of them are imposing. They're all pretty like nice looking dogs. Even like Welsh terriers which are a little bit bigger. They just seem like very docile and friendly. And I just it doesn't seem to work for a basketball team to me. To me, Toronto Terriers. Have you ever been in a fantasy league with like an older person, and you're like with your younger friends, and there's an older person who's in the league, and like all your younger friends have like fun pun names as their fantasy team names, and then someone older is just like, uh, I, I don't know, the Toronto Terriers, <laughs> and it's just, that's their fantasy yes. team name, and it makes it's just so <laughs> lame. That's what this feels like to me. Also, it's the name of like a dozen college basketball teams. Which get that out of here, please. Is it really? That's surprising to me. It's got to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. How many uh, college basketball teams named Terriers? Here we go. Uh, what college team is the Terriers? You've got Wofford. You've got... Uh, wait, that's the only one? There's got to be more than that. Come on. Uh, I'll, I'll, you keep talking. I'll find this. Uh, <laughs> are, and like, are these British teams? I feel like they might be. Yeah, okay, so we got five, actually. We've got Boston University, we got mm. Hiram University, we've got St. Francis University, Thomas University, and Wofford, all the Terriers. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, just, just like extremely white or something. It's like very Bulldogs adjacent, which is, again, just so terrible. Also, there's apparently a team in Lindsborg, Kansas, called the Bethany College Terrible Swedes. <laughs> like I mean, I like Swedes that. Swedes as in the people. <laughs> I like that. I do like that. If you're going to get out there, like, go all the way out there. And Terriers is not yeah. is not really exploring that. Mm-hmm. Uh, are there any other names? Uh, I think we've established that the Terriers get uh, contracted within three years uh, because they're weak-minded and terrible. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas, I mean, he might stick with the team and run it further into the ground than he already did. So, um, like, the, the the first few years of the team are tumultuous as the Terriers. Do you have any other thoughts on it before we get into sort of other name talk? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Screw it. Get it at the hell out of here. Um, were there any other names? Are there any other names that, like, you've heard in passing for teams that might work for the Raptors or is Raptors kind of perfect because I'm kind of there. I think it's pretty perfect and I have no real like desire to change it up, but um, I don't know. I know some people have always had like the whole Barney thing and they, they find it's you know not perfect, but I, I think it's a wonderful team name. I think dinosaurs are cool. Jurassic Park or otherwise Jurassic Park's a kick-ass movie. I don't, I don't like, why would you have a problem with that? Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Raptors as the name? And do you have any other options that could work? I always liked, I always did like Huskies, but I do, I do think it's like not pro or like polished enough. Like it's not specific enough, right? Like it is still a general name. Um, the name of my elementary school. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I do like the, the weird sweating, like out of shape Husky panting on like the old, <laughs> like I really like that as like just an image, but it's also like, I like that cause it's funny. Um, and it's like not a strong, it's not a strong look to, you know, to like continue to win championships. Right. I think the Raptors is good. Cause like, obviously it is, it was a, extremely of a time, but 
it also has lent like since that time, it's like aged surprisingly well. Um, it's, it's pretty unique, like in terms of like names, obviously it's like not Toronto related, but I also think that's fine. Cause sometimes that can clearly backfire, you know, when you like become too like geo geolocal in your naming of your sports mm-hmm. teams. Um, it's like kind of tough. It's kind of cool. It gave a lot of opportunities for like interesting merch and like the color scheme is like, I think it's like pretty original and unique. Um, mm-hmm. And like it's it's shown that it can like survive, ironically, being a dinosaur. It can survive like many new <laughs> iterations and kind of like thrive, you know, from like generation to mm-hmm. generation. So I think it's a good name. Like I can't, I also can't think of another <laughs> another name. So I think it's well, like Toronto Smoke is the other one. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I guess it's like pretty amorphous, but I think maybe for like to your point, if there's like ever a WNBA team, that would be a great name. But mm-hmm. in terms of like Raptors, Raptors are it. Yeah, it's a it's a good ass name, uh, and I, I I'm very glad they opted with that because yes, the fact that we have 25 years of Raptors history probably colors our impressions of all of these names. And if it was 25 years of Scorpions yes. history or Hogs history. We might no. have a bit more of an affection <laughs> for the name, but <laughs> but I uh, yeah I think Raptors was the right choice. I'm glad that people picked it. I'm glad Jurassic Park was popular, and uh, it's I have no desire to see it go anywhere. I do think they could maybe use a bit of a rebrand uh, on the logo at least. It's kind of like the logo right now when it first came out, just like the ball with the claw marks. It was subtle and understated and nice and kind of of the time five years ago when everything was understated and in circles. But I kind of think maybe we're due for a bit of a go back to the original logo. Maybe not the exact same thing, but more Raptor imagery seems like it could be in the cards pretty soon here. Do you agree? Yeah, I miss that little Raptor that was like clinging to the ball. You know, like yeah, the one that's it's like one. kind of yeah. co- like coiled around it. I liked that guy. <laughs> they have that guy in one of the corners on the alternate court. So maybe they yes. like adopt that and bring it back. I- I'd be very down for that. I think it's uh and I, you know, I, I would be okay with some purple back in the in the mix too as like a full-time color, not just an alternate jersey as well, but there's uh Endless possibility. I'm not surprised that we spent about an hour total talking about this stuff because I could talk about this for days. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Katie, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast both Friday and today. Anything you would like to plug? Uh, I want to plug basketball, our new podcast, and I want to plug the Patreon tiers for it, um, which I think is pretty cool and is going to be like a very – I'm excited to like engage with people in that way who want to listen yeah. to the show. Um, we're both like, I mean, now, especially in like pandemic times when we're all a little bit starved for like social interaction, I think it could be great, <laughs> but also mm-hmm. beyond pandemic times. Um, yeah. And then the basketball feelings, you can subscribe to my newsletter on Substack. Fantastic. Go do that. Also, read Year None at Dime. It kicks ass, and I look forward to the next piece that comes out there. Uh, you can find me at Woodley Sean. You can uh, check out Raptors HQ. This week, I'll be writing about the Raptor and uh, also the NBA returning and why I think it's a bad idea. And so uh, we'll get to that. Also, uh, yeah, uh, basketball. You can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash basketball with two H's. Uh, the $4 a month gets you uh, access to our Discord server, ad-free uh 
podcast episodes as well. And then if we get to 30 patrons, we will do mailbag episodes twice a month. So please go and do that. It would be much appreciated. We love your support. We love you. And uh, it's much appreciated when you uh, show that little bit of uh, love to us back. Uh, That's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back later in the week with more what if scenarios and some other fun stuff on another episode of Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 